Dude, that was a long ass week. It has been. God, the, the so much happened there's between our so honorable much mentions. News. There's there's <laughs> cops killing black people again. There's riots. There's there's. Peyton, I miss I missed you by the way. Peyton Manning got his head torn off during Ripped off during the Chargers Broncos game <laughs> last week. Holy shit, that was crazy. Who won that game, Adam? I don't know, but Brendan was, was there. He, what he, was the final score of that game, Adam? I think Adam? it was Chargers 80, uh-huh. Broncos 6. Yes. Peyton Manning dead. Yes. No charges filed. <laughs> Philip Rivers strangled him first. It, it, it's, then, a, it's a workplace hazard. No, no, no charges filed. I thought Philip Rivers was a good, honest Christian man. <laughs> Doesn't even curse on the field, apparently. Right. And uh, no, he just brutally murdered him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, that leads us to episode 0122. Today is Monday, December 22nd, the week of Christmas. I hope you guys enjoy your Christmas holiday. And before that, I hope you guys enjoy all the hard work that we're putting into this end of the year. Part de well, of part de. We definitely are putting more work into this than these bands put into their album, <laughs> apparently, right? Damn right. And much like... Waking up Christmas morning as a kid after telling, hey, grandma, after grandma says, little, little boy, little girl, (laughs) what do you want for Christmas? Oh, I want these pair of Nike shoes that I saw at the mall the other day. They're great. They're, they're, they're stylish. They're, they're comfortable. They're athletic. Oh, I will get, I will get you those shoes, little boy and or girl. Even though I don't know your name, (laughs) my grandson. Because your grandma's senile. But anyway, you wake up, you wake up Christmas morning, you see, a present there from your grandma, mm. and you open it up because it, it's, it's in the shape of a shoebox. You open it up. It's, it's a pair it? of orthopedic shoes Ooh. from Payless Shoe Store. That's just practical. Goddamn right. It's better than getting an apple on Halloween, <laughs> right? Or a toothbrush. I just want you to save your teeth, Sonny. <laughs> so much like the disappointment that a lot of us feel on Christmas morning, uh, we are going to be talking about the bands that we have listened to that we have been most disappointed about. This year, 2014, in the Lord's year, 2014. And there was a lot of them since Mike and I had a lot of albums to go through. As you year. heard last week. I felt like going when I went back and started listening to all the albums for the year, it's like, God, ah, there's just so many bad ones. Um, but I, felt, only, yeah, I really felt like this year was not as strong as 20, 2013. But at, but at least for this point, now that the honorable mentions are over, we're just going to focus on the 10 worst. Yes, the 10 worst, um, my 10 worst, and Adam's 10 worst. Mine at least are numerically based on a mathematical formula that mm-hmm. serves a purpose in life. My, Mike's is based on feeling. Because that's the correct way to do it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess um, you'll explain. I mean, at least I have a, a reason behind mine. Yes, it's um, all mathematical, so you don't need to explain it all. You can just say, oh, this is my song, blah, blah, blah. Right, and Mike can explain in more detail uh, why Rise Against was on his worst of list, I guess. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so who wants to go first here? I'm not really sure how we should. Uh, you went first last time. Do you want to go again, or do you want me to go first this time? I, I can definitely go first. Okay. So, um, Let's my keep number, that train rolling. My number 10 worst. Now, this was an album I was definitely looking forward to. Enjoyed the band's last album from a few years ago. Um, a lot of hype. It, what, dare I say hype about this album? Um, they definitely were going in a different direction mm-hmm. with their promotion of this album. Mm-hmm. And they definitely released the most amount of singles for this album. Okay. Granted, not many of the singles were very good. But the bonus part was that 
There was a documentary. There was a documentary. Every single song. Sonic Highways <laughs> of uh, by the Foo Fighters. Yes. Interesting. An hour long discussion of the history of the music scene in each city. And then Dave Grohl sitting and pondering lyrics and writing them down at the end of every single episode. Right. Um, they recording they record the song in each different city, different studio. That's so ambitious, and yet it fell flat. Yet it just it just so kind of turned out like to a blah rock song right. album. Dad rock. Dad rock. I like to, to call it. And it's almost like they put so much work into moving the band around city to city that not a lot of effort went into the songwriting. Unfortunately, which yes. was weird because Dave was inspired with all the lyrics. But it it just didn't go in the right way. I'm, yeah, I'm so, so I'm so sad to hear about that too because it's so ambitious, and I I really want ambitious projects like this to to do well, you know. So I enjoyed the uh, the Washington D.C. song, which was called "The Feast and the Famine." I enjoyed the L.A. song, which was called "Outside," and I enjoyed the New Orleans song, which was called "In the Clear." Mm-hmm. For a grand total of three out of eight, for a thirty-seven point five percent. So coming to a radio station near you, of course, all eight of those tracks because they were all released as singles. But apparently, he made a hint on the Daily Show that they were going to do season two, season of two Sonic of Highways. Sonic Highways. So I'm... why are you doing this to us, Dave Grohl? <laughs> because he can, and if he stops making music, then the voices get really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, yes. Uh, so my number ten. Can you imagine having Kurt Cobain's real voice in your head. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> You like could have saved me, Dave. He hung out at night at slumber parties with Kurt Cobain. Yes. So I would imagine those kind of haunt him at night. Mm. But anyway, moving on to your number 10 disappointing explains album. explains a lot. Number 10 most disappointing album for me. Now, this band has been uh, uh, out of the limelight for many, many years. Their last mm. album was 2006. Whoa. Went on a very long hiatus. When I heard that they would be getting back together for a... For a uh, what do you call their reunion? A, a reunion for the anniversary of their first album. I got yes. super psyched. Like, yes! Oh my god, this band's been back, and they're gonna. And they announced we t- we share with us on the show that they would be writing a new album, releasing and this year, going on Warp Tour, and going on Warp Tour. Adam's, and Adam's already guessed it, <laughs> but uh, this is Finch <laughs> with a with a Back to Oblivion. Let me turn that down a little bit. So this was a song on that album. This is a song that was on that album called <laughs> Two Guns to the Temple. This was the first single, right? Yes, it was. And uh, Did you much- remember how you felt when you first heard the song? I was like, oh. What the oh, hell is going on? Oh. <laughs> I was so disappointed with I, this album. I, I, was- didn't, I didn't listen to this single first. Like I listened to it just in the course of the album. Yes. So yeah, this song, like definitely just skip right over it. Nothing exciting. <laughs> So I wondered how somebody who actually listened to it as the single yeah. felt about it when they first I was like, heard it. Oh, oh, the rest of the album's going to be better. It'll be better. And it, it was come back. They're going to come back. It was not better. They're going to reignite so, my love for them. I know. They're, they've written a classic record. 2002, yes. I believe, was when uh, What It Is to Burn came out. Three? Okay, whatever, whatever year it was. But that's considered a modern rock classic. And... They haven't written anything close to as good as that was, nope. and including Back to Oblivion. And I'm so no. sorry to hear that because Finch, you were once one of my favorite bands. I'm so, uh, so bummed. So bummed. Um, 
So if you're looking for some good Finch, check out Defeat, Defeat the Low. Defeat the Low, yes. I'm nervous. I, I keep making the joke ever since that album came out that Defeat the Low wrote the best Finch album of the year. So a real quick kind of honorable mention to my most disappointed, I won't play a song from them, but Mike already talked about this particular okay. EP from Capture the Crown. Ah, um, Live Life. Life EP. I gave it a two out of five. <laughs> There's five songs. Uh, three of those songs are utter shit. Two yes. of them are okay to listen to, but just not that great. So mm. they made the list of the most disappointments of the year. Nice. All right. So my number nine most disappointing album, um, harkening back to the earlier part of the year, a band that I decided I need to give them a listen to because Mike and I have been talking about them here and there. And uh, a lot of people talk about this band. And um, so how about we... Uh, Talk about this band a fair amount. I'm trying to pick a particular song <laughs> that just encompasses everything about this band. And I think I'm going to go with, with with this particular track. Because it was definitely the most annoying of every track on mm. the album. It sounds already pretty annoying. Ugh. Unfortunately, it's... What do we listen to, Alvin? This would happen to be Restoring Force. Oh, by Of Mice and Men. Of Mice and Men. Oh, interesting. This band has a huge fan base. Huge. They really do. And most of them are morbidly obese Mexican (laughs) girls. Um, (laughs) Yet to find much else. Who else listens to them? Um, This is such a bro. They've become such a bro rock band now. Kind of. So this song is called You Make Me Sick. And so does the album. Yes. (laughs) Right. There's a... Four songs on the album that I could stand listening to okay. for a grand total of four out of 11, 36.4%. Bones Exposed, I would say, is probably the best song on there. That was, okay. the, that was the, the name of our upcoming band. I Bones said. Exposed. And you said you would stop being friends with me <laughs> if we were in a band called Bones Exposed. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, you know, there was, a, there was a couple songs in here that were kind of cool. Yeah. They're definitely on my best songs of the year list of my 99 best songs of the year. Yeah. But, you're, um, you're being, this was you're not being a little them. too fair. Oh, this was not one of them. <laughs> I think there was two songs on this album that made that list. Okay. So um, I don't want to listen to it anymore. <laughs> I don't blame you, my friend. Restoring oh. Force. Yeah, I mean, like I said... I mean, make me sick. Like I said, I went back and forth with putting that on my dis- most disappointments. Ultimately... I mean, I, you heard it in my honorable mentions last week, but uh, I, I decided to take it off because there was a lot more shite. Uh, you know what? Shite. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fair here. Not a lot of these. A, a couple of these, like uh, Finch's Back to Oblivion. It's not a horrible album. It's just I was really personally disappointed with it, which right. is why it, I, I had to put it on there. Aspect. The feeling aspect, which uh, which is why I'm gonna bring you back to my number nine most disappointed album. Again, this is Back to the Feeling. Uh, because I was, I really want this band to be great, uh, and uh, they haven't been great in a very long time. And like Adam mentioned when we talked about this band uh, earlier last week, I was, I, I had trouble even scoring it. But this is uh, the Black Market by Rise Against. Right. Again, it's not the shittiest album out there. It's just I was really disappointed because I it's want this band the- to be great. The ninth shittiest album. The ninth <laughs> shittiest album, right. Remember, you listened to 92 albums. I did. This was the ninth shittiest. And let's be fair here. Restoring Force by Of Mice and Men is way shittier than this album. <laughs> but I felt more disappointment on this because okay. because okay. it was just... Uh, I, I just want it to be great. I want this band to be great because they have it in them. They've proven it. 
Well, you get older, you get softer a little bit. Sometimes Your bones you only get make brittled. Bones get brittled. Bones, bones exposed. <laughs> Sometimes tragedy plus time equals methadone. Right. Eco terrorist. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, we we talked about this band uh, on and off throughout the whole year. But uh, come on, Rise Against. Take it's kind of weird because like they were one of my favorite bands in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and I gave this album such little listens. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I did. I feel like I gave it a very honest assessment when I broke it down. Yeah, with my eight out of twelve. We both tried to be very, very fair to this, but ultimately, even though we may we may like it more than we initially did when we first reviewed it, ultimately it's still disappointing. Not as good. I was hoping, I guess, for a in my top ten. But still, number that would be great. Maybe maybe next time in five years. So my next this will be my number eight mm-hmm. worst. Um, and unfortunately, uh, this is a album that's already been discussed, but uh, made my number eight just because of the way it fell into the uh, mathematics ah, on my list. Finch. <laughs> I recognize this. This is I, I chose a different song than what Mike did, but I just chose the title track. Yeah. Um, mathematically, this one came out exactly the same as of Mice and Men with a four out of eleven. You hear that, Finch? You made it to right so of mice and men levels of shittiness. God damn it, Finch! Um, definitely the- those four songs, not too bad. Okay. Um, songs like "Further from the Few," "Play Dead," "Inferium" was a really good song. Uh huh. And uh, I can't remember the other one, but it's somewhere in there. Yeah. So uh, this was not one of them. Wait, was it? I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> yeah, the title, the, the opening track is not uh, a good jump opener. Out to no. me, so uh, it was still a four out of eleven, and uh, we're hoping for something better from Finch, the pride of Temecula, California. Goddamn right. Um, depends on if they were in Old Town Temecula, <laughs> if they were in New Town Temecula. Personally, I prefer New Town Temecula, but that's yeah. personal preference, you know. I guess so. All right, so uh, we saw my number eight live this year ah. uh we decided to not get too close to the crowd for one they had a very uh they had a very um enthusiastic crowd playing while they were yes while they, while they were while they were performing there was a fair amount of neck beard going on mm-hmm. in the guitar player range of things a little bit yes you know and exactly what i'm talking forever about hate their guitar player even more so <laughs> guitar players but yes, Adam, you've already figured it out, but this is one, probably one of the most pretentious bands in the scene today. I feel like it's true. And to find out that they're Packers fans oh. just hurts my soul <laughs> even more. This is the color morale with their uh, 2014 album, Hold On, Pain Ends. Hope. For hope. You get it? And this is a song that they, this, this is one of their singles that they eventually made a music video out of. It's called yeah. Damaged. You get Damaged it? Damn. <laughs> Like they're being damned. Damned edged. Um, So not a good follow-up to No Hope. Which was slightly better. Which was another fucking play on words. Yeah. (laughs) Get it? No Hope. K-N-O-W. I got it. (laughs) Yeah, this song really killed me a lot when I was listening to it. Because I was really looking forward to something good from this band. Because No Hope was a really good album, I feel. Okay. It was a fair album. Somewhere between really good and fair. They yes. had a lot of good songs on it, but um, yeah, it was fun to see them live because they were they were a band. They were live. a band, and they were like, 
believe in yourself and you can achieve anything. All we did was try and try and try. And they're from Rockford, Illinois, I think. Something like that. They're from one of those upper Illinois yes. Chicago suburbs. So they were hanging out with the Rise Against and the Fallout Boys yep. of the scene back in the day. So enough with the color morale. We can enough with them. They're probably going to release another album in 2015, oh I'm sure. Because they released one in 2013. Well, because if, if they don't release a new album, kids are going to die. <laughs> they just might. <laughs> they're All saving right. lives with each album, Adam. So that was your number eight? Number eight. Okay, so this would be my number seven mm-hmm. worst album of the year. Ooh. And uh got to say, when it comes down to uh, bands that broke up and then created side projects, this one did not win out. If you compare it to the side Oh my project. God, this is Gerard Way. <laughs> This would happen to be one of the better songs off of Hesitant Alien from Gerard Way. For um, some reason, I did not add that to any of my lists. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> that would have been an honorable mention anyway. Whatever. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's so odd. I, I guess because I sorted it on my iTunes thing and instead, I, I guess maybe I, just, maybe I just didn't label it properly. Whatever. So uh, Frank Iero also released a solo album this year. He's yes. the guitar player of My Chemical Romance. Now, all, we're, all we're waiting on next is Mikey Way's sex tape. Exactly. Coming soon. Um, so this was a really interesting album, wasn't it? Yes. A very interesting sound. Action Cat. Right. For a Warner Brothers release. Yeah. It's definitely not polished. Got some low, intentionally lo-fi. I don't think all the scene girls were digging this one so much. I don't think so. Not positive. So, uh, yeah. I gave it a 4 out of 12. For a 33.3%. Mm. This is one of the better songs, but a lot of it is just kind of blah. Yeah. The road, kind of nothing. So I mean, I, I like I like the sonic influences in there, kind of the kind of the you know classic rock sonic influences, but the I don't know, it just does not execute. Some of the songs end up sounding samey too. It's just samey. That's a good way of putting it. Blah, it's blah, exactly blah. the album I was expecting. You think enough. so? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't too hyped on it either. I mean, which is weird because I love Gerard Way. I love everything he's done in My Chemical Romance. Well, most of the things he's done. There's one album. album in there that uh, <laughs> right took the cake. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. I hope I hope he continues to you know create music because he's still he's 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 a bright young lad. He's got a he's got a he's got a good mind for music, and I hope he just you know keeps releasing stuff like a new My Chemical Romance album. That might work. That might that'd, that'd be so great. That was my number seven worst. All right, so number seven for Ami. Now this band decided to release a final album this year. And, uh, you know, I've never been too big into this band. Uh, you know, but they've released some good songs here and there. Uh, their final album, called Lowborn, I know this one. is not a very good album. This was your this is your number seven worst. Number seven worst. Yes. Uh, Definitely. Amberlin's Lowborn. You can kind of see this weird arc of they started off kind of bad and then got really good and then got just progressively worse and then just, as then, their career And then they on. just sort of existed. They're, they, they're, they're not a band that creates bad music per se but they're not a band that creates anything good they're just kind of there it's such a shame and then they, and then they announce oh guys we're going we're breaking up next year or we're going on whatever 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 they call it uh, but but we're going to release one final album go on one final world tour we're going to go out with a bang and we're when lowborn we're not going to worry about singles or anything exactly and when lowborn was released did they go out with a bang they went out with a whimper. Right. It was just a. Uh, it so was just a schlock of an album, and it was just I. I did not enjoy listening to it, and 
so in course, any capacity. For me, this one ended up... Where was my number on this one? I already talked about it on my honorable Yes. Mission. Oh, yeah, it was my number 34 album <laughs> out of all of them. Right, right. So uh, definitely almost made my worst of list. And, and just like Rise Against, I want the best for Anne Berlin. You know, I want all of I want all the albums I listen to to be great. But uh, yes. unfortunately, I mean, because they have a recipe for greatness. That was one of the most... Actually, that, that was one of the songs I liked. Yeah. Oddly <laughs> enough, the one that you picked. Yeah. There are some much more boringer ones. That mm. one at least had a little bit of a, a hook. Boring in the is a perfect way to describe probably the but last Dissenter, three albums. The Dissenter. Mm-hmm. That's an all right track. Yeah. Great song. It's an all right anyway, track. You can guess how many Anne Berlin songs made it onto my best of list. All of them. <laughs> all, all ten of them. <laughs> all right. So my number six worst album of the year. Um, oddly enough... For reasons unknown to me, Mike has already mentioned this one. Hmm. Um, part of me doesn't understand what the fuck he's thinking mm-hmm. by having this track or this album on his best of list. Best of? Or honorable mentions <laughs> list, either way. Oh, just wait until the verse hits. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, it's so metal. It's so metal. <laughs> Imagine long hair, screaming, scary-looking guys, and then... Oh, shit. I know this. <laughs> Fuck. You already talked about them. This would be Miss May I. Damn right. It is Miss May I. <laughs> With the rise, rise of the Lion. Of the Lion. Yeah. Where they actually tried <laughs> to do something different and on this particular miserably. track. Yes. Just this track. <laughs> Everything else is just kind of... Noise. I don't know how I reviewed them back when this album came out, <laughs> but I, when I listened to this album again, I mean, like by track seven, you just want it to end oh so my God, badly. It's, it grates and on your senses. I think this one I struggled with coming up with a number so badly, <laughs> so I just kind of threw in the amount of tracks that didn't want me to jump out the window. Okay. So I gave it a three. You're still alive. Thank goodness. And like, like I, I can't even say I like this song. But this I can't. Is, this is their single, right? This is Echoes. Echoes, yeah. yes. But this was like single number two, right? Um, I, I don't like this song, but it's listenable. Mm-hmm. So I, I only. It's not terrible songs that were but listenable. But there are some fucking terrible songs on this right. album. Oh so, man! And I didn't want to throw in another random one that just is <laughs> for three solid minutes. Again, this is another band that has a huge fan base. I don't get it. And they seem to take themselves we are, way too seriously. Yeah, we are way out of the loop when it comes to bands like this, man. All right, so uh, number, six. number six for me. This is a band that uh, you know I've, I've enjoyed throughout the years. They've been around since I want to say 2005, 2006. Uh, they've written some pretty good songs here and there, but uh, they've kind of progressively gotten worse and worse, all culminating to this final, to this last album. Uh, this is probably the best song on that album, but this is Void. By oh, wow. Vanna. Void by Vanna. Oh, well, this is the this is most grating weird... album I've had to li- I've had to endure this well, whole. What's the name of the song, by the uh, way? Piss up a rope. Oh yeah, piss up a rope. motherfucking rope. It's it's so um, bro. I mean, the entire album itself. They've gotten they've gone into like a very bro rock kind of phase. I never quite understand. Like this band took a weird, really bizarre twist and turn throughout all of their albums. Yeah, I think it's because they've had so many different members. They've been a revolving door band. Because, like, three albums ago, the album called A New Hope yes. is, like, really, really good. Really good. And then this one, 
they they released another album last year. Yes, they did. I can't like remember the name of it though. The few and far between, That's or it, the further yeah. from the few, or something, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, this I'd have to be right there with you. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not a very long album either, but it feels like forever because <laughs> right. everything sounds the same. Everything just it gives me a headache listening to it. It's just right. so it's just it's, it sounds like it sounds like the guitarist has the guitar on the floor beating the fucking shit out of it. And then the screamer is like he sounds like he's he's screaming on a toilet. He's pantsless on the toilet taking a shit and screaming. That's what he sounds like. That should have been a video. All right, good for them. Good job, Anna. All right. <laughs> God, I always, when we did this last year, we just like we both get so demoralized by the time we get down to the album. We're really like, oh no, hey. why do we have to talk All about right. these albums? My number five. <laughs> It'll be better next week, I promise. Okay, so um, oddly enough, oh. I need to stop starting it off with oddly enough. But um, <laughs> this band, I know, will end up somewhere on Mike's list. Ooh, I can't wait. But where it ends up is going to be a whole different story. Okay. Because I am nervous to kind of hear from this. Oh, boy. Um, so I will pick a particular track that mm-hmm. I don't like. I'm I so think... mad at you son of a Oh, God. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> oh, my God, Adam. I hate you so much. Number five on your list, really? Number five, most disappointed. Wow. Okay. Um... I this really is issues. This the the, oh, yeah. the debut <laughs> the way, self-titled album, self-titled, and I throw this track in because of this line. Yep. I, I. She's like a Honda. These days I drive Mercedes. I drive a fucking Honda. <laughs> I still take. You're a Honda certified that. owner. Blue shirts are helpful, friendly <laughs> people. There's nothing wrong with that. You oh, think Mercedes man. dealers are helping you out? No. I was really hoping. That you would have liked, you more enjoyed this throughout the, because you enjoyed the EP, didn't you? I enjoyed the EP. We reviewed this album back in February. Yes. We both gave it poor reviews back then. We did, but it very, it really much grew on me though. I gave it a, th- I think I gave it a three back then. I gave it a three now. Wow. Um, I like the songs, Stingray Affliction. Yes. I like Late, and I like Disappear. Okay. I hate the song. They did a video. <laughs> The they dude did is a video. sitting in a chair screaming. The other video they have, he's riding a bike and screaming. They, they really um, do a poor job of picking directors for the music videos. I have to agree. I know you, you posted this video for this song. Yes. I shared it wall. with you, yes. And uh, I, I can't remember if you said you liked the video or not now. No, I just wanted to show you the video because I know you hate music videos. And uh, yes. I know you don't like the song, that so I just want to kind of tease you about it. Number five, <laughs> coming in at a three out of 11. Oh, that hurts. 27. That hurts, Adam. Next week you'll find out why that hurts so much. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, all. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so my number five. Um, yeah, wait. Yeah, we talked about this already. Um, we talked about it a couple times, actually. Well, was this on your most disappointing? I want to say so, but... Uh, there was there was there was, there was a documentary on this. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's Foo Fighters, uh, Sonic Highways. <laughs> I should have picked a different song now. <laughs> yeah, so I, so I got something from nothing also, as well. Uh, okay. I like this song, so- something from nothing. This song you like? Yeah, but it's as okay. soon as the the yeah, like in the weird little uh, porno music thing going on <laughs> yeah. there, totally kills it for me. Uh-huh. First of all, there's parts of this song that were stolen from. A record, a song on the previous record. Okay. On the guitar riff, or on the on the 
and, and the melody. And then the dun 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 That's Dio. Yeah. For Rainbow in the Dark. So that killed the song for me right away. The the documentary for the song was really good. <laughs> yeah, and I, and, I, and I've I've seen like one episode of the documentary. I'm waiting for the whole thing to to compile so I can just watch it like straight. This riff right here is from a song on Wasting Life. Right. I don't. Since Fail does that sometimes, where they just kind of plagiarize their own song. I, I, I it killed it for me, unfortunately. Yeah. It, 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 the reason why it's so disappointing is because it's so ambitious and it just kind of. What's, there's nothing special about it. I don't see the, any of the influences from any of the cities that they visited. Right. Maybe there's it's something only in here the and there. Yeah. It's, only, it's only in the lyrics. Which is a shame. You know, They sh- they really should have just went out there and just musically been inspired by the cities. But they, he talks about that on the documentary, that they had a big discussion about that, and they all kind of decided that they do not want to stray from who they are as a band. Ugh. So they wouldn't. They didn't have to stray far. It's just influences, man. That, that doesn't mean. This, this that doesn't mean right influences to them. Uh, whatever. I hate this part so badly. Right it's here. pretty. It's pretty bleh. And but then the, when they do it again, then there's there's keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, it, an ambition that fell flat, and I really hate when that happens to fans. But the, I think outside is probably the most experimental of all the tracks. Yeah, I would say album. so too. Um, and then there's two other songs on there that are just heavy rocking and they, they kind of hit well. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So moving on to my number four. <clears throat> so getting a little bit more overlap here <laughs> on my number four. Um, so I guess I hated this album more than Mike did. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm going to pick track two since he picked track one from this album. Color Morale. It's Color, Color Morale. Morale. Hold Those on, Pain Ends. Goddamn cheese-sucking <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> who think Green Bay is a better city than Chicago. <laughs> Fuck those. Uh, you probably were more disappointed with this because you enjoyed uh, No Hope more than I did. Which I found odd because I thought... I mean, you gave him an honorable mention, of course. Yeah, I did. I didn't think I liked them more than you. I guess I just did. So this was another single. Yeah, Outer they have Demons. a lot of singles for this. Again, they just need to save the lives. The children um, of the world need their savior. So I did like the, the final track on the album, the acoustic Hold On Pain Ends. Yes. It's really long. I went back and forth on this song a lot. Yeah. I just I couldn't pass on it. Or it I couldn't give it a pass. Yeah. The end. There's nothing really special about any of the songs on this. I enjoyed Scar Issue. And I enjoyed the Craig Owen song. Yeah, the Craig Owen song is okay. It worked out pretty well. So a solid 3 out of 11 Woo. tying issues at 27.2%. Tying issues. <laughs> wow. Sorry for getting you music, Adam. <laughs> Sorry for expanding your horizons, all right? You realize out of my 45 <laughs> albums, we've only differed that much on one so far i guess so yeah (laughs) one where you wanted to punch me in the face (laughs) wow all right so number four for me i think this is probably going to show up on adam's list uh sometime in the very near future uh but this is a uh, side project of a band that i very much enjoy uh adam enjoys them as well but they fucked up They sure did fuck up, and that's uh, this is Extremis, X T R M S T. I didn't know they did a video for this song. They did it. It's really pretentious and stupid. 
You, you should what see it one day. What the fuck is going on? Uh, <laughs> there's just people in you know bo- full body suits. Yeah, there's a bunch of people in red body suits. A person in a white body suit comes into his white room, and they're gonna beat the shit. They're gonna beat the shit out of him until he turns red and join them, because he's oh. a conformist. Uh, one of the most pretentious <laughs> fucking albums I've heard in a very long time, actually. It paused. It, it really was. There it, wasn't anything like worth. Oh, good. Stop. Oh, I was oh, gonna say, it stopped on its own. Thank you. <laughs> Even YouTube doesn't like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, is, is this the whole Davy Havoc of AFI is just kind of shaming people for not, you know, believing the things that he believes? Live and let live, man. You don't need to fucking be so angry at things that don't apply to you. I'm telling you. Relax. He's lost a lot of friends to drug use, and that's why he became straight edge. That's cool, but and like. He is angry as hell. Fuck you all! Yeah, you all suck. Don't listen to my music anymore. <laughs> um, it wouldn't be so bad if, you know... Yeah, it wouldn't be so bad if the uh, album itself was good, but it's just kind of not. I'm glad that Davey Havoc is still screaming again and still Well, yeah, that's punk. what I don't understand is why he can't take some of this energy into the AFI records. AFI right? has become its own thing. <sighs> it's, it's Just it's like become with, a, if the Foo Fighters aren't going to stray away from being the Foo Fighters, then... I guess AFI can't stray away from being AFI. Yeah, and and and, and you know when you if you're if you're a long worth that at one point. That's the weird thing. Yeah, and if you're a longtime AFI fan and you hear Davey Havoc and Jade Puget are writing a punk record, you, you get, get super fucking excited you about get that. Your boner all up in arms. You get it all nice and lubed. You start. Yes. You start. You give yourself a good three like pre-strokes, <laughs> but then you listen to the album. And you're like, oh, I want my strokes back. Oh, I wasted it. <laughs> I wasted my strokes. Back to Red Tube. <laughs> okay. So, again, overlap. <clears throat> Will this be my number three? Number yes. three. My third worst album of the year is one that Mike's already brought up. But um, I how about overlap. I throw in this particular... Nah, I'll just throw in the, the opening track. Vanna. <laughs> Void. With the title track, Void. Yep. Um, had the same feeling, I think, back when we when I reviewed it, when I finally got through all of their discography. I gave it a better score. Okay. But on further Doesn't review, hold up. It did not hold up. I don't know what three songs I did like on this album. <laughs> but I, I think you that, ag- back then you agree with me that Piss Up a Rope is probably a, 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 one of your best songs on there. I don't think so. Oh, you didn't like that song? I know Bienvenue, the final song, mm-hmm. is like definitely one of their better songs out of all of their stuff. Yeah. Um, but I have no idea what else I liked on here. You notice so, so far, our disappointments are all like really heavy albums. Maybe that means we're changing as people. Yeah. Or <laughs> square. We're not cool anymore. I know. <laughs> or maybe okay. these heavy bands need to just write I better got albums. Issues and Foo Fighters and Finch and Gerard. Oh yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and turn kill. it turn it off. I'm gonna kill that. Band. Oh Jesus. I hope that they can take a break. And like reform yeah, they don't need to write. Band. They don't need to release a new album every year, <clears throat> like they have been lately. I have a feeling that Mike can probably tell what my last two are going to be, but mm. we'll give it a chance. But first <laughs> off, your number three. My number three. God, that video is going to haunt my dreams. <clears throat> what the ex- the, the, the performance video? Yeah, the extremist video. Well, you just don't like blood. I don't like watching full body people <laughs> do anything. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you'll enjoy uh, full body suited. People. Maybe this. Maybe this will cleanse your palate a little bit. This is number th- my number three, uh, Imaginary Enemy by The Used. Whoa! Another band three. that has 
fallen off its graces, and it's really just kind of coasting on its past popularity nowadays. Uh, poor the use, man. Poor the use. I the feel used. so bad for them. Uh, this song's pretty good, though. Cry. It's yeah, the best out, al- best song on the album, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I think two of the songs on this album made on, made it onto my best of mm-hmm. list. But then um, you get songs like "It's L O V E Love." Kill it, kill it now. Kill it fire. So I'm sure they'll end up on Warp Tour this year. I have no oh, of course they will. What else are they doing? Not seeing them live at all. Yeah, I saw them live back when, when back when they were the, you know the top of the world. Back when uh, "In Love and Death" came out, it's so good. Their lives, they had so much energy. I'm sure Burt McCracken was on drugs back then, but uh, drugs help a lot. Sometimes they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah you hear that, Davey Havoc? Sometimes drugs help. Drugs help you help bands form lasting memories with impressionable youth. Yes. And then when you get clean off of drugs, then you write shitty albums like exactly. Imaginary Enemy. Oh, Well, at man. least he loves everybody and he just wants to make love to love. So that was my, my, my 13th worst album yes, of the year. Was. That was your third worst album of Whew, the year. So bad. A little bit different. So bad. All right. So um, my number two. I don't even have to look at my paper. I already know what it is. Um, let's see what we got here. Um, I don't know which one to throw in here that would. If it's your number two, I think you just pick any song. I think so. I'll just throw in track one. Why not? You just discussed this band yeah. a few minutes ago. Extremist. Um Every song on here is about two minutes long, but it still feels like the longest Fucking album. Fucking eternity. Yes. There's only one song that's over three minutes. There's a few others that are less than two minutes. But man, 28 minutes takes forever. Yeah. Um, and what's with these out-of-tune instruments? Is that punk? That's punk. That, that's, that's what punk, punk people do. All right. When I don't have time to le- tune my bass. When you reach a level of superstardom, then you pretend like you don't know how to play in tune anymore. So it's fucking meta. That's what it is. Right. <laughs> so, um, like I said a couple weeks ago when I reviewed this one, I gave it a 3 out of 14 for a 21.4%. Ooh, nice. <laughs> That's pretty much the whole album. Drugs. <laughs> so, what is your number two? Okay. Album? So, for my last two albums, thankfully these are albums you haven't heard Ooh. because uh, I I don't think you're interested in this kind of thing. Uh, but uh, uh, let's go ahead and these these were both released under the same banner. Um, yeah, but uh, I think I, I think I think you'll get it once I start the song. Uh, the song itself is by a band called August Burns Red. Now they did not write this song. This song was but. written by one Miley Cyrus. This is Punk Goes Pop Volume Six. Really? <laughs> uh, this is a uh, this is and the, this the, song the could, album itself like is your number two. Fuck most disappointment. Yes. Of the year? Because it YouTube is YouTube is trying to kill it. Kill itself, yeah. <laughs> they I can I I I, lo- I have a soft spot for cover songs. If done well, sometimes they can elevate to a level beyond the original. No band on <laughs> you're, you're trying, you got this weird look on your face. No band on Punko's Pop Six gave a flying fuck about what they were covering. Or what they were singing. Said, give me money. Give me money now, Fearless Records. 
We call wrecking ball. We call wrecking ball. <laughs> oh man! Wait till you get to the. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Do what the fuck <laughs> is going on? The fuck! Listen, I swear. Fuck the world, man. Fuck the world. A few weeks ago. <laughs> I, I discussed oh how they did a, a Christmas album, <laughs> yes. and I said I didn't know any band could ruin Jingle Bells. And I was like, you know what? That was probably a oh. bit low. Oh, Lord. Uh, I'm going to go back and listen to their Jingle Bells cover. Four and a half minutes of Jingle Bells played by them, oh and I couldn't even make it through like two uh, I know. Minutes. But, but, but there's so much. Wow. There's so many moments like that in that compilation where they're unintentionally funny. Okay, man, okay. Lord, that is just stop. Just stop. I mean, there's okay. other stuff like We Came as Romans covered uh, Taylor Swift's new song. Uh, that one's okay, but it's oh my god, I it's just it's painful to it's listen to. Bad. Painful. I think that that's the, and I think um, <laughs> Jared Alonge. Oh, and he and he helped and he helped support it too. How was a uh, canoe puck? Canoe puck, canoe puck, canoe souped. Right. How how was their cover of something? Oh man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Blocked it from my memory. Um, oh man, I think I know what your number one is. You probably do. Yeah. And I'm just gonna pick based, probably the most uh, based on la- song <laughs> on the entire album. This would have. Yes, Steph. Oh, uh, for sure. My first guess was "Unconditional" by Memphis May Fire. Am I correct? You are correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Maddie Mullins, man. Oh, it's such a pussy you know ass what song. Dude. Sucked about this so much. Besides the album, <laughs> this album was so incredibly bad. Yeah, so incredibly thick with religious metaphors. Yes, um, Un- unashamedly too. It's not even like in a, not even like in a subtle kind of way. It's just right. It just hits you over the head with it. The bad part about it, like this song especially, he's talking about how people write to him. And with their sadness. Yeah. And he can't help them. There was another song that was written by a band that we'll talk about next week. <laughs> that wrote a similar song. Yes. That I know was exactly so much what you're talking about. Yeah. Than this one was. You know? Um, but yeah, Memphis Mayfire, oh. Unconditional. Did you give it a score? Um, I actually like one song. Ooh. So this did better than your 2013 worst better worst album of the year well, this, this is the song that I like on this album and I'll give it give it a fair listen um, M- Matty Mullins is a weird looking guy he's got a beard Macklemore haircut do you feel like he takes himself too ser- seriously Fuck as well yes he's one of okay. those pretentious rock stars who thinks he's more famous than he really is I watched one video from him for an old song from The Hollow. Yes. And I just got this vibe from him. And the look on his face, because the whole, the whole song was the camera right here yeah. in front of his face, um, that he's just too full of himself, and he oh. thinks he's pretty. He really is. We are the rose that grew from the crack in the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> what a poorly written chorus, though. I fucking though. hate this album so much, but I like the song. So I gave it a flapping one. one. Motherfucking one song. Out of 11. Oh, Lord. I can't even. For a grand total of (laughs) 9.1%. Nice. Nice. So I recommend you all 
not listen, listen to, to that. that. Listen to that song. Yeah. But don't listen to anything else. Yeah. yeah. For Memphis May Fire. All right, man. <laughs> You're going to like my number one. Okay. I'm looking so, forward to it now after uh, <laughs> punk, punk, number punk two, goes pop. Number two broke is me. It, is it volume five? <laughs> no. <laughs> or volume seven? Of punk oh, goes well, <laughs> close. But, close. Uh, oh, God. Harkening back to my number two most disappointed album, Punk Goes Pop 6, uh, later in the, no, actually earlier in the year, the Punk Goes compilation decided to release another compilation. And uh, <laughs> oh one of the songs... Two albums in one year? Yes, they did oh that God. this year. Oh, my God. Uh, but uh, one of the songs that was featured on that album... <laughs> oh, my God. It's Gangster's Paradise. Why wouldn't... It's covered by... Covered by... From Falling in Reverse, featuring Coolio. Coolio. He signed off on this version. He did. He didn't sign off on Weird Al's version, but he signed off on this shit. <laughs> Some of the worst the music you'll think that my mind is gone. I'm oh, sorry. Not oh. just this song, but some of the worst songs of the '90s made it to this. Like so is this All punk Star goes 90s. Is this punk goes '90s Volume Two. Oh god. They did a Volume One, which is actually respectable. Like they had like Smashing Pumpkins and Nirvana on this, but Punk Goes Pop Volume Two decided to put on songs like All Star by Smash Mouth, Gangsters Paradise by Coolio. Coolio. And let's, hear the, let's hear the chorus. Uh. Hey, he actually did clean vocals. I know he did. I, I thought he was going to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but when the when the verse comes back in here, is yeah. that when it, the minute after the minute, the yeah. hour after hour? They performed this song live at the uh, Alternative <laughs> Press Music Awards yes. with Coolio and yes. <laughs> L featuring uh, Tyler Carter. He actually Tyler Carter did Tyler Carter did the uh, chorus when they did this live. So when it gets maybe when it gets to the bridge, I think it's the bridge where he starts barking like a dog. <laughs> gotta be but, down with the whole team. Oh, I can't. Oh, we we had a long conversation last year about our uh, love for uh, Ronnie Radke. No, we didn't even put him on our list because we already so knew bad. that it was the worst album of all time. I don't think not anything, just of 2013. Now, what was worth worse, fashionably late or? Punk goes nineties. Fashionably late. Okay. Yeah. It has to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So those were our uh, worst albums of the year. I hope you guys you know oddly, did I hope you guys didn't enjoy that because we did not. <laughs> oddly enough, Fashionably Late has a higher percentage oh than Lord. Unconditional did. <laughs> Fashionably Late got a fourteen point two. Wow. And this got a nine point one. You, really you, you fangirl. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but next week, the week of New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, we will be releasing to you guys our favorite albums of the year. These are our, our 10 favorite. When we think back to the year 2014, we're going to think of these albums in particular. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Please tune in next week. Like I mentioned, if you had any questions or comments about any of the albums we discussed this week, please go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the skinny with Mike and Adam. And also, if you want some more podcast entertainment, please check out our friends at themeltingpod.net. For my co-host, Adam, I am your co-host, Mike. Oh, that was fucking rough. That was bad. I, this is like my <laughs> least favorite show of the year. I know. I'm not listening to this when it airs. I swear. <laughs>